You know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. And thanks for uh, waiting an entire week. If it has been that long, we are those weekend golf guys, and it's been that long for us. We are back. John Ashton in the studio. Jeff Smith finally in the uh, concave, concaves, in the confines of the golf cave. I could actually, that's a contraction. Concave is the confines of the cave. We're going to start using that word, Jeff. Welcome back from your uh, whirlwind uh, triumphant tour of the land of Scotland. What a great trip. You don't like going over there to play golf. You're not a golfer. You won too, right? Yeah, of course we did. <laughs> you said triumphant. That kind of led everybody to believe that there was a reason that we went and we won. That's true. We, uh, we wound up beating the Scottish uh, team uh, on their home turf at Royal Dornock. Yes, we, we did drink beer from the uh, trophy at the end of the uh, closing ceremonies. Don't say that we too loud because because everybody remembers the last time we spoke, it was a junior team you took over to Dornock. Drinking age is different, and the juniors were not doing the drinking. Oh, okay. Well, thank there. you for clarifying I have clarified that. and gotten by all the laws. You beat them over there at Royal Dornock after beating yes. them over here in Hilton Head last year and beating them a third time two years ago over in Scotland again. Yes. You guys are cruel. We have some guests in the studio that we will introduce now. Uh, just say hello. Diane Williamson on my left. How do you do? Art Decker on my right. How are you? There you go. I love that when the play-by-play guys on radio going, yes, and they're moving left to right. Who cares? You know, do I do this to get the picture in my head or what? I don't know. But you were telling me something very interesting about the handicap system being different over there. Not the system oh, yeah. itself, but the, yeah. the way they do it. you got to explain that, man, because don't ever take a bet playing somebody who's going to use their handicap established in Great Britain or the U.K. Uh, for money. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a pretty tough deal. Here's, here's what happens. In, in the U.S., you know, we, we play mostly – you know, almost all the time we're playing stroke play and we put in all of our scores into the computer and, and the scores get calculated and it's based on your potential as a golfer. Mm-hmm. And so um, our system kind of keeps the, the best scores. Well, theirs is a little bit different. Most to all of the golf they play, you know, 90 plus percent of the golf that they play over there is match play, which means you're very rarely... Uh, having to putt out everything, and you're very rarely, after you hit a ball into the I can't find it, penalized. You just lose the hole. So you just pick it up, or if you can't find it, you just kind of move on, and you lost a hole, and then you get to go to the next one. But we all know that if you hit it into the I can't find it, so the I can't play it's into the junk, so to speak, mm-hmm. you're either walking back to the tee to do it again, which means you could pop it in there again, or you know, you're, you're t- taking a, a penalty stroke one way or another, and your score gets, you know, your score's higher. <laughs> but they play most of their their scores in match play where they're not holding out all the time. And they're also not finishing the painful start that they had because they can just give up on the hole and be done. Well, their handicaps are calculated on stroke play rounds that happen once a month. They call them metal play days. And those are effectively tournaments to create your handicap. But yet they're not creating their handicap off of how good they really are. Because they're playing lots and lots and lots of golf that's never getting written down. So the handicaps that they have are artificially high because they're actually a whole lot better than their handicap because they're really pretty good players and they don't count everything. But then on the rare day that they do, they're actually taking more strokes than what they're used to because they actually have to play it out. We're just used to playing it out all the time. Mm -hmm. And ours are a bit more accurate. 
they had some pretty high handicaps on their team, and and uh, turned out we uh, we got the best of them again. Uh, it was a tighter it was a tighter battle than what we wanted. It was down to the final day, down to the the last couple of matches, and mm-hmm. it turned out to be a pretty good thing. That's right, and I understand the last match, um, the handicap differential made it look like it was going to be a tough match. Yet, uh, yeah, there's no question. The kids from Hilton no Head question. prevailed. And uh, what was the last name yes. of that kid again? Last name of that kid was um, his last name was Smith. Smith. It is <laughs> such a Drew common Smith. name in the United States, isn't it? What a coincidence really that, yeah, a, that, that a player and everywhere. the coach would both have the same last name. <laughs> Odd. Stunning. <Isn't> it? Yes. <laughs> kid had to give up 17 shots to his opponent. And it looked, I mean, it was, he drew the, last, the, the, the short straw. I mean, literally, on the third day, we, we paired him up just like they do in the Ryder Cup where, you know, you create your teams and the day one you're going this and you're, day two you're going that. And then all of a sudden it's time to, here it is day three. And day three we were down two points. We had two, uh, two kids who had to give up a significant number of strokes to their opponents. Uh, one kid's name was Smith, Rebecca Smith. Um, she had to give up uh, seven shots to her opponent. She had to play this boy uh, and give him seven strokes. And she was the second to last match. And she went out and she tied him on the front net, which means she beat him gross. Right. On the back, uh, she beat him three and one, up three holes with one to play. Okay. And she beat him gross and net on the back. And so she won two and a half points for the U.S. team when it looked like that was going to be a primarily uh, Royal Dornock team uh, point win. Uh, the last match was, uh, was one that looked like it was completely in the bag. All three points were going to the Royal Dornock team on paper. But uh, but this other kid, he had he had other thoughts in his mind. He he kind of buckled down, and he told me before he he said, "I know everybody thinks that this is going to be three points for that other team, and and I really need to to do this. I'm going to win." He told me that before he teed off. He said, "I'm going to win this match." I said, "Good, go get him." Well, he won the front by three. He's oh. given up 17 shots, <laughs> so he's given up yeah a lot on the front. He beat him by three holes on the front, and then he closed him out on the back on number 15. He All was right. done. All right. It was outstanding. And we wound up winning 27 and a half to 20 and a half. Well, congratulations to the Smith kids oh, and all the kids from, uh, from Hilton Head on that. Uh, but how embarrassing, man. You, you, you give up six shots to a girl. I, I was about, okay, now, careful now. Well, that slides us right into our topic for the day. Careful now. Because we're going to talk about men and women playing golf together. together. Couples golf, significant other golf. Hey, want to go play some golf? You know, I don't know if it's a pickup line that's worked or not yet, but we'll try. That and a whole lot more when we come right back. We're all those weekend golf guys. Don't you move. back. Thanks for hanging through the break. John Ashton in studio. Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave at Otter Creek. Those weekend golf guys collectively, when you throw into the mix, intrepid producer Mark Hunter riding the controls in the other room, and then uh, our guests in studio. We mentioned that we will be talking about boys and girls playing golf together and doing it nicely. Couples golf. All the trials and tribulations thereof, the do's and the don'ts. And we have a golfing couple with us. First off, Diane Williamson. How are you? It's awesome to be here again. If you watch TV, you listen to the radio, you drive a GM car, you're going to recognize that voice. That's all I will say about that. Okay. She's famous and she's a friend of ours. It's great. <laughs> she's at the top of our friends list because she's the only famous person we know that actually will return our calls. Okay. I had Where's my free hat? <laughs> 
Dang it. In the, he gave away all those. In the oh. bag. And Art Decker. <laughs> How are we doing? We're doing good. Now, you are not as famous, but that's okay because you're here and you're willing to admit to being with her and she's willing to admit to being with you. And so it's it's a beautiful thing, man. Absolutely. Now, how long have you been playing golf? Uh, five, six years, seven years. Okay. Yeah, so you're relatively new to the game, too. Yeah. For being, you know, as old as you are. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> when you ask Diane how long she's been playing golf, she looks at her watch. <laughs> yes. That's that's yes. how recently well, it has been. And Art, you were responsible for bringing her to the golf course the first time. I right? was, yes. I am. So would you just say it's, you know, hey, it'll be, it'll be fun, come drink heavy and watch me play, or what? Uh, yeah, kind of at first. <laughs> I wasn't exactly sure what, what I was thinking. <laughs> Thinking, he was thinking it was probably better than looking at the etchings. Okay, man. He had a set of sticks that uh, his, he had loaned, his, he'd let his daughter use. Mm-hmm. And uh, so one day he was playing golf, he, and I said, well, you know, I'll ride along. He said, well, I'll bring these, I'll bring this, you know, little. Just in case. Just in case. And, you know, and for me it was all about the clothes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a golf course, and it's pretty, and yeah. I just wanted to experience it. So then what happened, Art? <laughs> then we almost didn't play again. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Art, did you shank one on the first day? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you might say that. <laughs> who, who ticked off who first and the worst? Uh, it, you can tell the story better than I can. Oh, no. Go ahead. Oh. I want to hear your version of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, this, ladies and gentlemen, is couples golf personified. All right. Well, go on. hear your go. version of it. This is like a counseling <laughs> session with John here. So, Diane, how did you feel when Art... <laughs> Made fun of your golf swing. I cannot swing. imagine John as the counselor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's all we've got right now. In fact, we're going to come see you next. Um, no, we, wow. you know, so I, I'd never had I, even really a golf club in my hand, really. And so I'm watching him play. I'm like, oh, I, I, yeah, I can try this. And I just felt so incredibly stupid. And mm-hmm. I looked ridiculous, I'm sure. So, you know, I swing back. He's trying to show me. And, you know, that's cute. You know, it's mm-hmm. behind me. He's like, here, you know, you do yeah, this, yeah, do this, that, yeah. uh-huh. and uh, and then I tried it, and and it was, it felt so awful, and I felt ridiculous that uh-huh. um, I'm, <laughs> I let a few um, curse words mm. go flying, and you know, mm-hmm. and uh, he he told me finally, he said, you're, it's no fun to play with you because you're so mad. Zero fun, zero fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. it. You know, I remember going to a golf course uh, last year, and um, they hooked us up with a couple because there were only two of us. And I just walked up to the guy, and he was standing behind his wife. And I said, I wish my wife played golf. It would be so cool. And all the, all the while, the wife's shaking her head, yes, and the guy's behind there going, no. no, no. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> so obviously, he wasn't having a very good time. So what, what convinced you to try it again? Uh, I let her drive the cart, and we had a full cooler in the back. Ah. <laughs> so, so you didn't know what you were thinking. a golf outfit. So she looked a <laughs> liquid buffer there. <laughs> yeah, he did. He bought me a cute little golf outfit to wear, So um, you know, and it was pink. Oh, well, there you go. Match the go. clubs. It wasn't too bad, though. She did okay. She gave, and then you got a, couple, got a hold of a couple, and that started to turn around a little bit. Mm-hmm. There is nothing more addictive than swinging a club, hearing that thwack sound, and seeing the ball fly. And you can feel it, too. Yeah. Um, and so every time I, I, like when we played a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. together, all of us, and I kept saying, this is why I hate this game. Mm-hmm. This is why I hate it. Because every once in a while, I'll get it right. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then Art can't tell me what I did right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. He has no idea. And Art shouldn't tell you what you did right, nor should you tell her what she does wrong. It, not anymore. <laughs> I've learned. I'm, I'm a fast study. <laughs> Jeff, we'll be coming up to see you. Actually, I, I'll be coming up to see you soon. <laughs> How many relationships in your lesson book have been quashed because they tried to play golf together? Man? Well, you know, I see that a lot. Um, where, unfortunately, it's usually the guy's fault that the relationship struggles because of golf because he insists on forcing his lack of knowledge upon her <laughs> as she's actually trying to pay attention and do something actually that can, she can do. And that, that forced lack of knowledge it usually results in one of them walking a little faster off of the driving range than the other. <laughs> and the one that's walking faster does not feel all of the daggers being thrown at them <laughs> from the slower walker. <laughs> I've learned quick, though. I and just said that was a, that my was a, lesson book fills up. Yeah. I just said that was a great shot. Here's another glass of wine. Yeah. <laughs> good good shot. Go. Let's go find your ball now. <laughs> So at least Art had the right idea on day two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on hour two. On. <laughs> or hour number two. <laughs> yeah. Still like has he some said, hair left. I haven't pulled it all out. Let's go get some more wine. That's it. Like he said, he's a quick study. Yeah. Okay. So that's uh, that's technique number one. Bring lots of wine or, or other uh, beverages of choice and, uh, and maybe buy her a new outfit just prior to taking her out. Yes. You can get, a, you can get away with a lot. If there's, you know, say, hey, you look really good in that new outfit I bought you. (laughs) We have more tips and techniques, more do's and more don'ts, more trials and tribulations, and more travails of couples golf. Coming up, we come right back. We are those weekend golf guys powered by Golf Talk America. Don't you move. And welcome back, those weekend golf guys, couples golf, uh, a couple of uh, golf guys here, John Ashton in studio, Jeff Smith in the golf cave at Outer Creek, back from from what seemed like eons, the other side of the Atlantic, but uh, he's back triumphant and comfortable. Uh, Intrepid producer Mark Hunter, of course, back there at the controls. And our guests, Diane Williamson, Art Decker, a golfing couple still, <laughs> which is good news. You know, you've just heard kind of a rocky beginning. Um, That's right. They've been at it for at least two times. That's good. That's a big, yeah. big step, you know. And I got to tell you, not a lot of people make it. Diane mentioned that uh, we had gone out and played together a couple weeks ago, and I, I committed not a cardinal sin. What's down from a cardinal sin? Any good Catholics know uh, what the... Uh, a venial sin? Venial. That's it. Venial sin. I committed a venial yeah. sin out on the golf course. I did something I'm not supposed to do is I gave advice. Me. I gave advice. Mm-hmm. However, it wasn't really me giving advice. It was me channeling Jeff Smith. Okay? That's right. Which makes it... Did you at least wait till it was asked for? No, he didn't. Oh, see? <laughs> That's what made it the venial sin. Exactly my point. It wouldn't have been a sin at all. Exactly my point. It wouldn't have been a sin at all, but hey, that would have been terribly out of character for me. Because I am a sinner and I know it. Amen. So, anyhow, here's what we're doing. Diane was hitting... Substantial numbers of tee shots to the right. And I suggested maybe she change her alignment with the driver, just as you suggested to me, Jeff. I do the same thing, move it a little forward in my stance when I was having the same problem. I just suggested this is what Jeff told me to do. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, I blame you. Yeah, you weren't there, Jeff. 
and uh, and I what happened? And what happened? <laughs> I hit that thing straight, <laughs> and it went where it was supposed to. Yeah, where I wanted it to. Yeah. Yeah, it and was, was this the time when Art was there to see it, or was this the time Art was not with us? This was the time Art wasn't with us. Okay. And by the way, I'm going to tell you, you actually have given me advice twice. I know on the golf course. I know I'm getting to the second one. Okay, but <laughs> but but here's the funny Art Art and I've played together, and he's seen the same thing. Um, and what what I've been doing is like turning my body in the wrong, you know, just trying to aim left. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Well, that's that's the I think that's what most of us are trying to do. If it keeps going right, just say okay. I'm going to, it's going to go right, so I'm going to aim to hit it left. And what happens when you aim to hit it left? It goes straight. Yeah. Exactly where you aimed it, mm-hmm. right into all the gunch on the left exactly. instead of the gunch on the right. Very frustrating game. But then there was a second time we were playing, and Miss Diane wound up in a sand trap. And Jeff, we had just finished that video on sand trap getting out of successfully. Yep. And it was fresh enough in my mind to be able to just say, listen, here. And I just, drew a little line in the sand and said, align the middle of your body with that, put the ball a couple inches to the left, and swing. And what happened? It popped right out of there, right up on the green. Isn't that amazing? Like it was, magic. It was. It was. <laughs> Good thing you got that video, John. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing you got that video. That's all I can tell you. Art's given me some pretty good golf tips, though, just to be fair. Yeah. Haven't you, honey? Yeah, always carry tees in your pocket. <laughs> That's good. Don't bring the wine glass with you to the tee. Oh, carry a couple extra golf balls. <laughs> when you have, Jeff, when you have a couple that enjoy playing together as these two do because they do it quite a bit, what do you do when there is a, a level, talent level, or, or at least an ability level differential? As there should be oh, with a always, guy that's been playing for seven years and a woman who's been playing for about an hour and a half. There's always a, a talent level difference. And so one of the things that I do um, when I get the chance to work with them is, is really show how simple it can be to the one with the least amount of talent so that they can quickly feel at ease. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to remove things that they think they have to do from their head because their list is always too long. I think I have to do this. I think I have to do that. I think I have to do all these other things. And usually that means that that person's just kind of uh, going through this little checklist and it's all a high-strung checklist. So what I do is I just get them to think that it's a whole lot easier and just make a big swing and take a good practice swing and then just kind of line up the club face and try to swing it straight through the front of the golf ball and then I act like that the technique doesn't matter so much because at that point, then that person always feels a little bit more uncomfortable. And then I can slip in a little bit of this once they're comfortable and maybe a little bit of that once they're more comfortable. And then they gradually see their ball flight get better. Next thing you know, they feel a lot better about doing it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's better that way. Usually the person with the higher level of talent uh, at that point Usually they give too much unnecessary commentary, like after every shot. Oh, this one did that because you did this, and oh, that one went right because of this. And and all that information becomes overload for the other person. And so my goal with the the person who insists on speaking a lot is you basically tell them to zip it. (laughs) That's kind of what happens. (laughs) Because at the end of it, the one with the least amount of talent at that time, they get better and they're happier. And yeah. that happens to be the end result of the day. And when that's the end result of the day, 
both walk away happy as opposed to one walking away a little frustrated and the other walking away a lot frustrated. Yeah. So. There you go. That always best very good. to work on it when they all walk away happy because of one. It's, it's much more important. One, and, and just because one. then there can be another day. Yeah. They can come back and, and right. still not have scars or at least yeah. bruises. Uh, would you suggest that a, a couple who play golf together take lessons together or separately be better? Uh, I think it depends, really. Uh, I ask him that on the first day, and then I kind of uh, read how they both react to the other one during the session. Okay. Um, my goal as a teacher is to kind of neutralize any potential friction um, because they, they ride to the course together and they ride away from the course together and then they you know, like go home together and then they you know, go out to dinner together. Right, and yeah. I assume that they wanted to have the same good relationship they had before they got to the golf course. I assume they still want to have that on the way out. <laughs> so, so my goal on that is always to make sure that fun happens. And when it does happen, then, um, when it does happen, then I get to uh, see them a second time. Right. And I, then I, if I can figure that out, then I think that it's good for both of them to come again. But if I can't seem to get it where one of them is, uh, oh, I don't know, say, happier, then I think I try to separate it. Okay. I got you. That's cool. I just kind of play it all by ear because every, every relationship I, I see is a little bit different in how they want to do things. When there's a massive difference between level of talent, I try to separate things. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Usually when the, the woman is better than the man, um, I really try to separate things because the yeah. man really can't handle it. Yeah, that's, that's true. Losing really, to a, that goes back to our losing to a girl comment a little earlier. That's something that uh, no matter how, how um, new age sensitive kind of guy you are, still hurts. <laughs> okay, I'm boys. Sorry. I'm okay, sorry. Boys. Still hurts. <laughs> just try, I'm just trying to protect the male ego, you know? <clears throat> that's it. That's it. Fragile. We got it. Okay. So we're going to uh, delve into some specifics here in a little bit. Want to know exactly what you need to, Jeff to tell you to do to get better. Mm-hmm. And Art, I want you to know, do you want to get – is it more important for you to play better than you're playing and to heck with her? Or do you feel she's got time to move up to where you're at? I'm not putting you on a spot or anything um, right now anyway. We'll do it in a few minutes when I come right, right. back. We are those weekend golf guys. Don't you move. You can always follow us on Twitter. It is twitter.com at WKNDGolfGuys on Twitter. That's where we are. We do stuff every once in a while that's absolutely worthwhile. Those Weekend Golf Guys, we are powered by Golf Talk America. By the way, you got to check out the new Golf Talk America network on Audio Boom. Dot com. Listen, follow, like, do all that stuff. Facebook.com slash golf guys like us there. Follow us on Twitter at WKND Golf Guys and go to audioboom.com and uh, look up those weekend golf guys and uh, listen anytime you want to. It's an on demand world. You don't have to wake up early on Saturday morning to hear us now. Listen when you feel like it. Okay, Diane Williamson, Art Decker, a couple that golfs together. That was your first big mistake. Uh, here in studio with us here, we are talking about couples golf. And uh, if sh- if Diane got substantially better, would you be happier 
or would that put more pressure on you to do the same thing, Art? No, no, I'd be much happier. Okay. For her. For her. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, it's yeah. all about her. It, it is. You were one of those totally selfless males. Of course. Yes. <laughs> He's this is true. the fact that if she's happier about golf, then he gets to play more. Well, that's Absolutely. true. That's true. And, Absolutely. And we all know when mom is happy, everybody's happy, and right. no matter what situation you're in. But that is true. Should she become more enthralled with golf, it's whenever it's free, it's, hey, let's go play golf. Not, hey, honey, can I go play golf all right? Right. Yeah. I'm pretty cool about it, though. I just, I'm not that person that is like, oh. He's playing golf all day, and he needs to cut the grass. Yeah. You know, I'm not that person. I'll go cut the grass myself. No, yeah, you're like, let's get the grass and go. Yeah. <laughs> you want to join it. Or the grass can wait. Or the grass can wait. Right. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty – actually, I think as far as the golfing is concerned, yeah. you know, now that I'm not stomping around and breaking my, my clubs when I mm-hmm. make a bad swing anymore, I, right. I stopped being unpleasant on the golf course. Well, that's good. Now, was that a conscious effort, or was that just something that came with not hitting so many bad shots? It was maybe a little bit of both. He okay. actually said one time to me, and we were at Quail Chase, and he looked. He was like, "Man, it's just no fun playing with you," and that really resonated because yeah. I don't want to be no fun. Yes, yeah, So I, I think that um, he goes and plays a lot. He'll get up in the morning and go play. Uh-huh. You know, before he'll you know go to work or go whatever. to work. Yeah, yeah. You play a lot. I do you do? Yeah, it's great when you can, man. Yeah, I don't I mean, seem to be getting any better though. Um, okay, we address that here a lot. Uh, but it's fun. Jeff, I think it's time for you to bring up the terrible P word. You know, John it has really avoided this for quite some time, and now he's advocating that I bring this up, mm-hmm. which makes me wonder how many other things about you is Diane able to change in about 30 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> because here she is. She. She sits in the studio, she starts talking about golf, and you're sitting there going, yeah, let's get her to practice. <laughs> what the heck are you talking about? That, that was the terrible P word. That's what she should be doing. That Everybody was, needs to be doing it. So they get better. Well, it wasn't the terrible P word. I wasn't talking about her doing the terrible P word. I was talking about Art doing the terrible P word because it sounds like he does the same thing that most of us do who love golf and don't have a whole lot of time to dedicate to it, is that we play rather than going out and practicing. Because practicing means that we have to give up a day of playing. That on paper, that's how it works. In what? practice, that's, that's not that's, necessarily that's how it comes out. It that way. How about a thought where you could actually go practice for two hours and play for two hours, spend the same amount of time, and you have actually got better instead of just playing for four hours? You see how easy that can be. That's the same time frame. It's just a matter of how you write it on paper that other p word uh, tell the guys what you say about going to the driving range that is almost walking distance from the house every time i suggest it i don't want to spend the same amount of money on a bucket of balls that i could walk nine or ride nine for it where i play yeah it's just i'd rather go play and get my practice on the course and hit a bucket of balls there you go see that seems now, counterintuitive to, to me actually there is something to be said for practice on the course if you do practice on the course, actually practice instead of just playing and calling that practice. So let's say that our, our, you go out to the golf course and there's nobody else around. And you hit two or three shots off the tee. You hit two or three shots in, from different locations into the green. Now all of a sudden you could call that practice because you're hitting more than one shot. You're trying different scenarios. Uh, you're pitching around the greens. But if you're just going out to play, 
I'm not thinking that you're actually going to get better just because you're playing. Because the, the evidence of the people who don't actually do things to get better, they really don't. They just keep playing and they, keep, they stay the same. And then they finally go from 20 years of playing and then they come to me and I make them better in 15 minutes and they go, I don't know why I didn't do this earlier. Like, because they had the mentality of, well, if I show up to the golf course, that's actually practice. No, it's, no, it's really not. Spoken practice. like a true guy who makes it. 100 bucks an hour yeah, teaching people how to, to play <laughs> golf. <laughs> 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 nice commercial, yeah, Jeff. <laughs> if you need someone to voice that commercial for you, I'm, I'm available for $200 an hour. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right. I usually play two or three balls when no one's around, and then uh, you yeah. know, off the tee, and then from the fairway, and then green, and then I'll score my lowest one. Yeah, yeah, so you know. That's right. Right. <laughs> I so shot at 12. Right, really right. <laughs> right. Took me four balls to do right. it. I played nine holes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm a big advocate of, of people actually practicing while they're on the golf course, as long as they're not holding up anyone else. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I got to make, got to throw that statement out there loud yeah. and clear. Right. For all those listening to us, Jeff said, hey, it was great to go practice on the golf courses. Don't hold anyone up. Right. <laughs> Yeah. We're advocating fast play. So when you go do it, go do it when no one else is around. Right. No so, one's behind you. It won't matter. You know, I mean, when? Whatever it happens to be. Well, our little golf you know? courses, you know, we can, we can sneak in there pretty, pretty easily, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, you doing? know, there's a lot of golf courses out there where 3 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon is a slow time. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you know, you, you just ask, ask the golf course when it's slow and then go play when it's really slow. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you've got time to hit two or three shots, you know. And play the shots that you would occasionally have to play, like when you go into the trees to find your first ball, <laughs> you know, hit it out, and then throw down another one. Yeah. So that you get yet another ball of practice. Not just because you have to, John, because you didn't do the first one well. But do the first one well <laughs> and then do it a second time. John, how many balls did you lose over at Quail Chase the other day? <laughs> okay, I'm just asking. Yeah, yeah. You want to tell them what that... Yeah, John. I can, and, and John, it was the I, hand gesture on the left hand, not the hand gesture on the right hand that I was making. Yeah, right, zero can, was the number, Jeff. Zero. Okay. I was feeling the love. Yeah, that's what was happening. I was feeling I should the love. Hope John. So. I, I should. can tell you were pointing in my direction. <laughs> and if you can't hear it, I'll turn it up for you. <laughs> All righty then. Okay. So, do you practice? No. Do you ever go over to that driving range that's within walking distance of your house and no. hit a large bucket of balls? No, I do not. I have not. And that is a good question. I guarantee you she will after she comes and visits me. I will convince her. I will. How good she can be if she does. Okay. We've actually gone to that driving range maybe once or twice. And um, I think one time I just sat and watched him, mm-hmm. you know, because it was – and I was surprised – actually, I think twice – the second time I actually practiced a little bit. But that's just – you know, yeah. I don't – it's fine. I just don't want to go by myself. I, yeah. I don't want once I. For me, it would be a fruitless exercise to go and and swing badly over and over and over That's again. That's true. That's true. So I'm not going to go spend the money to to ingrain bad my habits. bad habits. Right. So until I go see Jeff. Yeah. In order to practice, you need to learn something to practice. Right. Right. I don't. I have nothing to practice except right. a bad swing. Yeah. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Well. I got gotcha. you. Hey, Jeff, you know, I, I got to tell you, I got a friend. We used to work together in a couple different markets. In fact, one of them, I, I believe he was in Raleigh, and then uh, he went down to, uh, I think he went down to Charlotte. I think he actually worked at, uh, at our station, in WSIC, station that we were on, um, back in the 80s. So nobody's going to remember him. Uh, Steve Anthony was his name, just in case. But anyhow, um, he now lives in New England. I mean, he's one of those friends that we've kept in touch with, you know, and you can kind of pick up a conversation even though you haven't talked to him for two years or whatever. 
told him I was going to be in Maine next week. And he said, ah, oh, great, let's come up. So he's coming up. And being that he was in, in the Carolinas for about 10 years, uh, by law, he had to learn how to play golf, I believe, Jeff. Isn't that the law in the Carolinas? You live, it, it is. You live because here, if you, you don't golf. play golf when you're in the Carolinas, then that puts you in the tobacco industry oh, yeah. or, uh, the, or the peanut industry where they do a lot of bold peanuts down there. I got gotcha. you. Okay. So anyhow, he learned to play golf. So that's another thing that we have in common. So he was like, you know, I'll bring my sticks up and we'll play golf. I said, fine. That'll be great. We played last time we got together up in Maine. So we're, we're now we're going to Maine, and I'm, I'm kind of like laying out the design in the back of the car is what everything's going to go for packing. And I said, well, I get, I'll put my, my clubs in first. And my wife was, your what? And I said, my golf clubs. And she said, you're not taking those into Maine? And I went, but Jim's coming <laughs> you up. You want me to rent them? And he, she said, <laughs> I don't care what you're going to do. Borrow some if you have to, but you're not taking these clubs in this car. And she's like that. She's mean. <laughs> so I got smart, man. I called those uh, golf overnight guys. Mm-hmm. 44 bucks. Get them shipped. They are going to pick them up at my house tomorrow, and they will be at the Biddeford Saco Country Club prior to my tea time on Tuesday morning. That's how you Guaranteed. do it. Guaranteed. That's how you do it. 44 bucks. Commercial for them, too. Mm-hmm. And they're going to ship them home that way, too. Forty-four bucks, and I don't have to listen to my wife going. You're not gonna do me. <laughs> Does she listen to your show? <laughs> no, thank God. Okay. <laughs> Where are you sleeping tonight? <laughs> well, we got a couch at the house. Or he would have cleaned that up a long time ago. That's right. Try check them out. It's golfovernight.com. They can do it for you too for forty-four bucks each way. It's a great deal. We're gonna have one more time together, and we will be right back. Don't you move. Welcome back. We are those weekend golf guys. It's John Ashton. It is Jeff Smith from the uh, Plain and Simple Golf School, the Golf Cave at Otter Creek, Columbus, Indiana. Intrepid producer Mark Hunter, Diane Williamson, and Art Decker are our guests and a golfing couple. You got your arms crossed, all right? Have we pissed you off somehow? Okay, there you go. I mean, the body language was kind of like, yeah, what are you going to talk to me about right. now, buddy? You know. <laughs> that was Art, not me. He's get, referring yeah, to Yeah, I got to watch I'm him. happy. But now we have. Um, done a few few of the points that most golfing couples have to address you know who's better than whom who drives the cart who drives the cart that's me who buys the beer that's him um you know how often do you drink how often you don't know? we well the, that's, a, that's what happens with former when a former radio person gets together with a restaurateur what happens Nothing good. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing good. Radio person says, I want free stuff. And the restaurateur goes, really? What do I get? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's I'll, really I'll, simple. I'll record your message on hold for you. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. That's what I got. I'll give you directions. That's a, yo, she's good at giving directions. <laughs> Diane Williamson can tell you where to go in no uncertain terms. Oh, and you'll be happy to hear it <laughs> from her, too. Nobody really complains about it. Yeah, no one complains right. about that. <laughs> Art actually does get personalized turn-by-turn directions from the voice of OnStar. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. While you're sitting right next to him. Sitting it. right next to him. There you go. And am I actually... I got I to gotta push some buttons first. <laughs> <laughs> this guy opens up his mouth. I like him even more. <laughs> That's true. 
great. We're getting we're bringing Art in on on the golf show. That's right. He time. doesn't he doesn't say much, but when he does, it is pithy. <laughs> you see what I'm saying about this guy? But does she ever give you the recalculating root? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So after listening to some of Jeff's suggestions. Are you uh, more inclined or less inclined to head on out to the golf course this afternoon and get right down to it? I'm deaf. Well, I, I can't. I'm busy. Uh-huh. He's going to work. So, um, but okay. we have we have tomorrow. We could, you know. I think we should. I think he should go to the driving range. And and Art, what do you think she should do? <laughs> <laughs> I can't until I go see Jeff. <laughs> uh, well, see. she just gave him directions. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did. She did. Turn she did. right. But she, she's got to stay home and work tomorrow morning, so I'll be sure and go to the driving range, as far as you know. That's right. That's right. Those uh, those green mats do leave stains on your shoes, by oh. the way. I just want to let let Diane know that. So she won't. You've been in grass. No, it's just the green mat stains. Yeah. All right, Jeff, what's your prescription? Keep it simple. It, you know, try not to overthink anything. You know, think you're standing over it in an athletic manner holding on to it in a way that your hands don't feel contorted Mm -hmm. and make a swing that hits the mat just in front of the golf ball. That way you'll hit the ball before the mat. I remember that better. I remember that from the last time I was on the show. Right. And actually I put that into practice and it helped. There's that P word again. Oh yeah. Put it into practice. No, she said it. I didn't have to. That's right. That's right. I love it because I know you're not going to say it. I've said it twice already, and that's know. you know that's that's, that's, that's your, over that's my your monthly limit. I know that's over my quota, buddy. <laughs> I think I think Art gets I know little, his feelings get a little hurt though because when he he tries to tell me to do something and and you know maybe I try it maybe I don't but then when you guys tell me to do something uh-huh. I'm all over it. It's like you know it's like Jesus. You know he had no credibility in his hometown. You're the Messiah. <laughs> no, you're that kid. You know Mary and Joseph. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, yeah. No, you're, you're just the carpenter down the street, yeah, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Although, I I learned not to give you advice any longer. Just have extra balls in my pocket. (laughs) Again, same. That's my my help. He silently just tosses me another ball. (laughs) There's a routine that I've seen. It's it's, thwack. Woods, nice shot, honey. Try it again. (laughs) That's all I got for you. I mean, if Art were to tell me how to cook ribs, I would listen intently because he's a restaurant guy. That's right. Right? I mean, once you put golf guy. Whether you know anything or not, I got the hat. It says golf <laughs> yeah, guy. That's it. All right? People are going to listen to me. Yeah. Which is why I have to make sure I channel Jeff Smith because I don't want to tell them wrong. Because I go, what do those golf guys know? This golf guy knows diddly. That golf guy, the Smith dude, knows everything. And now and again, he will me. impart his wisdom to you if you ask. That's the secret. Oh, yes. And, and you, you show up with, you know, $100 an hour. <laughs> <laughs> we, we should work out a trade, Jeff. <laughs> or smile <We> sweetly. <laughs> okay, I can, can do that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Please do because she's giving us a bill for the hour on the air here this morning. So, you know. <laughs> Great. All right. So here's what I want. Conveniently, I'm a little farther away. Yeah. Huh? Shocker. Diane is coming up and play uh, to practice, to learn. And then yeah. I'm sure there will be a time when she and Art play together and Art's going to go, um, what's this guy's name again? <laughs> And how do I get there? Because there's probably we've stu- we've created probably a monster here, and I apologize in advance if that is indeed the case. Is that to say I wasn't a monster oh, already? Called her a monster? No. I know. No, no. We've created. How'd create- you get away with that? Oh. 
God, you people. It's like talking to a wall. I'm just thinking that once Diane, you know, grasps the the wisdom that Jeff will impart to her and starts shooting in the 80s, then Art's going to go, wait a minute, this is no longer fun either. Not because she's breaking clubs anymore, but, you know, it's because she's sitting there making making faces at me as I take my third shot before I get to the green and she's already on it. Ah, your lips to God's ears. There you go. The golf God's ears, that is. (laughs) That is it. So that's how it's going to work. And that's how it should always work. How would you feel if I got to be better than you are? I'd be fine with it. It's easy for you to say that. How long would it take? (laughs) (laughs) I'll be fine with it because God knows we don't have that much time left. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Jeff, I think it's lucky that I'm sitting between these two. Yeah, we we are separated right Woo. now. Oh, that's a good who's reason. got the who's got the what's the tail of the tape say? Who's got the longer reach? <laughs> John's sitting in the middle. Somebody's gonna be able to reach out and swat him for the next thing that he says. Yeah, I'm gonna have to bite my tongue. At my but deep down inside. I know you'd be happy for her because you love her and all that kind of good stuff. You'd be happy that she's doing good. It's something she wants to get good at. But deep down inside, you'd be, damn it. Well, yeah, yeah I would. But it yeah. would motivate me and inspire me to get better because that right. wouldn't stay. Yeah, that's why you'd. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, yes, that's right. It's on now, girl. So I'd, yeah. Yeah, I have to take it a little more serious now because she's better than me. Yeah. That's uh, not okay with me. That's it. Hmm. And that's, and I that's, love you, but. You know, <laughs> and, that's, and that's when Jeff gets two. New students. <laughs> That's Jeff's marketing plan, by the way. <laughs> Genius, right? That's it. Find the, the the one who hasn't been playing as much in the couple, make them substantially better, and then you get the other half. And it, it becomes... Always works. Yeah, it becomes a vicious cycle. You've done this before, haven't you? I yeah. have. Yeah. yeah, he has. I He's, have. It works. It works. And, you know, you, Jeff's got the same problem. I mean, Jeff's wife... I mean, your wife started playing golf before you did, didn't she? Yeah. And, and in yeah, college, she was, she was a, substantially a good, better really than you. Junior, junior golf. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I really did not play golf at all when I was in college. I mean, there was a time or two with a buddy and, you yeah. know, six-pack, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, no, she was on the college golf team at Indiana University. She was an outstanding player. Yeah. And, uh, and now she just doesn't play much golf at all and, and because, you know, for the last – 20 years she's been a mom so you know she's been her focus has not been on the golf course it's been on you know when it has been on the golf course it's been watching all three of her children right uh, perform so with any luck um you know with the two of them going off to college golf um that she'll actually spend some more time on the golf course by herself you know playing with her clubs and kind of getting back into it i would love to see that yeah and you guys can play together then uh, yeah, we've played together a few times. We did it in Scotland uh, when when we were there, and you know we only got to play together. I think, I think twice when we were there. Okay. Uh, we played at at Crail and at London Links together, and um, you know it's nice to see her actually on the golf course. Mm-hmm. It's a fun thing to do if if you have a, a spouse slash significant other slash best friend, whatever you want to call them, um, that plays golf. You know. It can become a togetherness thing, mm-hmm. and it's great. Despite the guy on the first tee who told me, no, you don't want to do this, 
obviously he needed to come see you too, Jeff. Diane, thank you yeah, again. Yeah, either that or he was just using golf as an escape. Yeah, that's true. It's too bad. There's five hours to get away from the house. If you have a situation like that, yeah, you have our sympathies. Yeah. Again, Diane, again, thanks for coming by. Thank you. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure in art. Good luck, buddy. Thank you. You're going to need it, I'll man. I'll need it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to reiterate? So art's a little closer. <laughs> Audioboom.com. Uh, the Golf Talk American Network. Those weekend golf guys. Download it. Follow it. Listen to it to your heart's content on your time frame, on demand, whenever you want to. Uh, we are powered by Golf Talk America, and that's why we're part of that network. It makes sense when you stop to think about it. Facebook.com slash golf guys, or follow us on Twitter at WKND Golf Guys, or just go to thoseweekendgolfguys.com and look around. Go play some golf with or without your significant other. We'll be back next week. Bye. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.